Welcome back to another exciting, fun-filled episode of the podcast. I realize I've not said the title of this podcast. I don't think I've said the title of this podcast uh, in any of the first five episodes. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start now. Episode six will not be different. It's going to be me ignoring the name of the show that I. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, I'm out and about again. You can probably tell because you can hear. Uh, some ducks in the background, some kid playing catch. Um, he's not very good at it either, by the way. Uh, although his mom's throwing him the football, and she has a weak, weak arm. Jesus Christ, it's embarrassing. Uh, so it's not all on him. It's mostly on him. Because like a good receiver should be able to catch some pretty garbage passes. But he's trying his best. Little tyke. <laughs> Do people actually call kids little tykes? Um, anyway, I thought that this would be the perfect opportunity to answer some of your, uh, some of your questions, to cue, well, no, to A, some of your cues. I took to Instagram, as I am, uh, famous for doing, I'm famous for doing, for, (laughs) for answering questions on, on, on Instagram. I'm famous for it. People far and wide know me as the question answering guy on Instagram. Uh, and I have some here. I, I wrote them down so that I could answer them on the go. And then I realized that with this water, I have a bottle of water because it's important to keep hydrated. And I've got my phone in my hand because that's the only way I can record these wastes of time. And the, uh, the, your questions are in my back pocket. So uh, <laughs> for, forgive what's going to probably sound like a bunch of confusing um, Shuffling, but I'm going to confusingly shuffle around my, my, my pockets to find your goddamn questions. You know, I bet I remember all, if not most, of your questions. I could do it without the notes. I just want to let you know I could... Wow, that guy needs to check his brakes or whatever would cause that horrific sound on a car. I don't know anything about cars. One of, the, one of the many things my father never taught me was how to uh, fix a car. You know what? I, I don't even want to know how to fix the car. If someone could just tell me how to, like, locate the problem and to identify the problem. The other day I was driving around with the kid. and My kid, not a random kid. It's not as weird as, as I made it sound. I was driving around with my kid, and uh, one of the dashboard lights came on. And, listen... <laughs> That's a terrifying. Uh, that's a terrifying experience when one of your dash lights come on. But I don't know what any of them. <coughs> excuse me. I don't know what any of them mean. So this one was like a. It looked like it was an exclamation point on top of these two wavy lines inside of a parenthesis. Um, and I had no idea what that meant to me. I, I got very. Uh, I got very worried that uh, my car was about to explode or ignite or something turns out that's the light that tells you uh you've got low tire pressure explain to me how an exclamation point on top of a couple wavy lines inside of parentheses is the (laughs) clearest way to let someone know they've got low tire pressure shouldn't it just say tire pressure or just have a picture of a tire i had to pull over and google what my dashboard was trying to tell me. But I assume that most people who have, you know, fathers that care about them probably explained to them already 
um, what those lights mean. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's some questions. And now here's the thing. When I ask you guys on Instagram for questions, I'm expecting some hard-hitting questions. I'm expecting, like, like really personal questions. Really, you know, questions that might make, you know, that might make you think. And, and you know, difficult questions. And right out of the gate, I got one. This is the hardest hitting question I've ever been asked. Uh, and I didn't write your names down. I think this one came from Jackie. But uh, Jackie, I think, wants to know, what's your favorite deli meat? Great, great question, Jackie. I, I'm just pleased to, to, to know that somebody out there is wondering, at least at some point in their life, someone out there has wondered <laughs> what my favorite meat is. It just makes me happy to know that I'm at least occupying some of your mind. Um, favorite deli meat would be, uh, it's a hard one because I like thinly sliced meats. If you know anything about me, and most of you know everything about me, but if you know anything about me, you know that one of my favorite things in life is thinly sliced meats. Uh, but if I'm at the deli and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to uh, construct the uh, the perfect sandwich for me. I like a I like a roast beef. I like a roast. What I actually I like a roast beef and a turkey. I think the combo. I think the roast beef turkey combo would be my favorite deli meat. But if I could only pick one, got to go roast beef. I'm I don't I'm not good at carving meat. I'm not very good with my meat. Um, like whenever I have to carve the turkey for Thanksgiving, I always make a I always make a, I always make a, I feel like I'm leaving too much meat on the bone when I carve a turkey. I feel like I'm wasting a lot of the goddamn turkey. And you don't want to waste turkey because one, it's delicious, and two, it takes nine hours for you to uh, cook a turkey. So you want to get the most out of it. And I feel like last Thanksgiving, I left a lot of meat on the bone. Um, just couldn't figure it out. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't work my way around it. Um, all right, next question. Uh, I believe this one is from Sprickles, who wants to know what was the best decade for sitcoms. This is an actual good question. I like that stupid bullshit meat question. Uh, are those dogs? Okay, so right now, I don't know if you can hear it. Probably can. There's a couple, there's like three German shepherds losing their fucking mind right now, barking at these two children who are purposely making them bark. They're running back and forth in front of the cage, not the cage, the fence. <laughs> the yard cage and it's like these kids don't realize that people all over the place are trying to record a goddamn podcast how rude right it's like they have no it's like they have no consideration it's like they didn't even think that maybe somebody out there is recording a podcast it's fucking in, ingrates is what they are um, but back to your question what was the best decade for sitcoms here's the thing Every decade has a handful of great sitcoms. You know, back way back in the 60s. I mean, in the 50s, you got Ozzy and Harriet. In the 60s, you got The Dick Van Dyke Show, which still amazingly holds up. It's crazy that that show holds up as well as it does. Um, in the 70s, you had The Partridge Family and The Monkees. And then you had... Here's the thing. I don't know what, which decade is better the 80s or 90s. I think the popularity was at an all-time high in the, in the 80s, but I don't think the quality um, matched the popularity. 
You know what I mean? I think like Charles in charge, <laughs> that kind of shit. I, I, I think there was a lot of garbage out there, but they were very popular. In the 90s, we had, you know, Seinfeld. We had Friends, two of the most successful. And whether you like Friends or not, you can't argue that it's successful. So you had two of the most successful shows of all time coming out of the 90s. You had a ton of stuff that people sort of didn't watch in the 90s, but then came back to later in life and found out that those were good. So I'm going to have to go with the 90s as being the best decade for sitcoms. But here's, here's the thing. Um, the worst decade is easy. The worst decade for sitcoms is this decade. Because, first of all, there's not a whole lot of them. Most, most, most of the sitcoms have gone, gone away, and now we just have 30-minute comedies, which is different, by the way. 30-minute comedies is different than, than a sitcom, a situation comedy. Um, and the ones we do have are all on CBS, and they're all dog shit. I mean, they're all just the absolute worst. I feel like the wind is getting too much. I feel like the wind is creating a problem. Um, I know a lot of you guys don't care about the wind. And for one person in Canada, you might think I don't get wind here in California. Uh, but we do. So I'm going to go ahead and, like a creepy person, record this podcast behind a tree. <laughs> I'm going to get on the, this podcast will put me on the news, I swear to God. Um, next question from that very same Canadian person. Uh, he wants to know, uh, have you ever cut your finger while chopping vegetables? Well, you'd have to eat vegetables in order to do that. And I mean, the only vegetables I see are on top of a pizza or inside of a, of a burger. And I'm not doing my own chopping for any of that. Um, I can't remember ever cutting myself while chopping broccoli but uh when i was a wee lad i was about 11 it was when it was the same night we rented uh the movie true lies on vhs so whenever that whenever that was out on vhs i was probably 10 or 11 and um my dad it was one of the first times i can remember my dad being in charge of both me and my brother all night while my mom was somewhere and i remember we had oranges at the house and i said hey dad can i go uh slice up an orange and he said, uh, yeah, sure, you're, you're, you're clearly old enough to be able to operate a knife without causing bodily harm to yourself. So I went in there, and I grabbed, uh, I grabbed the biggest, I mean, the, the knife that I grabbed, <laughs> it was like a Michael Myers-sized knife. It was a huge, huge fucking, it was a gigantic butcher knife. I, I had no business wielding this fucking thing. Anyway, I grabbed this knife, and I, uh, I made one slice. I cut the orange like a regular fruit ninja. I cut the orange right in half. And then on my second slice, uh, I cut the orange in half, and I cut my thumb to the bone. Now, here's the thing. It was a deep, deep cut. Uh, a cut that, that required me to go to the emergency room and get uh, stitches. I don't know how many stitches, but I got stitches, and I, there was blood everywhere. Here's, I don't know if this is just my dad not not really not really doing the math on this one or not but I remember I was bleeding all over the place cut my fingers super deep told my I, I came out of the kitchen screaming uh and my dad took a look at my thumb and he ran it under uh he ran it under cold water which hurt and then he put um he put some I don't know some antibacterial stuff on it and uh and then he he put a just a band-aid like a regular not even a uh not even a gauze, just a regular Band-Aid. And I just remember bleeding through the Band-Aid and around the Band-Aid, just, just completely, like, clearly needing medical attention. And my dad, my dad just, he's like, mm, 
Nah, you're good. It'll stop bleeding. I remember for we. I sat there when my hand was just tr- it was trickling blood out of my thumb uh, as we watched the Jamie Lee Curtis Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, True Lies. We watched the entire two hour and twenty five minute film uh, while I was just bleeding all over the place. It looked like a goddamn horror movie in my house. And when my mom came home like four hours later. Uh, as I'm still bleeding, I'm surprised I didn't die from lack of, like, loss of blood. My mom saw the thumb and immediately took me to the emergency room. This was back when my mom had, um, a sliver of common sense. So, yeah, there you go. Next question. Possibly the last question. Um, I'll, I'll pick a good one. How do you, uh, Dr. Professor wants to know, how do you pee, how do guys pee when pooping? Do they, uh, do they do it sitting down? Here's the thing, Dr. Professor, who's obviously a lady who is forced by God and nature to sit down while, while, while using the restroom. Just because we don't have to sit to pee doesn't mean we don't want to. Uh, listen, it's easier to just unzip and let it fly. But, you know, sometimes I have a hard week. You know, I have a hard day. And I just want to relax. I want to take some time for me. So I've, I've, I've willingly peed sitting down many times. Call it lazy, call it treating myself, call it what you want. But I have willingly peed while sitting many, many times. And uh, I've, uh, I've peed while pooping while sitting <laughs> every time. Uh, it's, not that, it's not that hard. I don't know if you know like the mechanics of the penis, Dr. Uh, Dr. Professor. But yeah, it's already in the, pr- the appropriate place to just let it go. All right, so my time is up here. Uh, it, this might be the longest episode ever, um, so thank you for listening. Send me more of your dumbass questions, and I'll answer them as hilariously as possible.